Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this, the 28th episode... 28? 28th episode of Blood on the Thames, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in London, England. With me tonight... Carlos playing Moses of Clan Nosferatu. Uh, Mitch returning as Gideon of Clan Toreador. Peter playing Benjamin of Clan Malkavian. Philip playing Jim Roy Woods of Clan Gangrel. So unfortunately we haven't got Rachel with us tonight, uh, but hopefully she'll be back sometime soon. And uh, in the meanwhile we've got Mitch with us to taint Moses and correct yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is your desire, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm so it, dreading it, this. It, it's actually my conviction, so... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to go in with a 20, episode 27 recap. If I find it. Okay, so uh, Benjamin goes to see the constable to deliver the letter that Moses gave him and there he meets Gideon. Uh, he is intimidated by Gideon and puts him in touch with Moses. I wish I found it. <laughs> it's lost in the channel. So, um, so Katia goes to see Moses to take his blood. She also takes Alice's blood because that's like her thing. Um, um, but she wants to check them in this case because of the time they spent with the Sabbat. Uh, the blood seems to be normal, <coughs> apparently. Uh, Moses then arranges for Alice to be taken to a safe place out of London by Deacon Rhodes. Uh, meanwhile, Jim has a rooftop encounter with the sleepwalking Miss Morovsky. He attempts to, to stop her jumping off the roof, but is resisted by ghostly forces. At this point, being still pretty fucked up, he calls for backup. And... Um, so not the not the backup he needs, but the backup he deserves. Benjamin um, <laughs> manages to pull Mrs. Morovsky off the edge of the roof, but is attacked by a ghost that only Katia can see. In fact, she can see not one but two ghosts: one trying to save Mrs. Morovsky, and the other trying to kill her. Not long after this, Danielle arrives. Uh, she is suffering from the same voices in her head that Benjamin is. Um, something bad seems to have happened to Edward Colbert, the Malkavian primogen. Meanwhile, Katia begins researching the ghost and gets attacked. Mal swearing is then heard quite loudly from the roof, of the, from the top floor of the cross hands. Uh, Benjamin goes to Danielle's wonderful, peaceful, secure and bleached flat uh, to see Amelia. And uh, Amelia drinks some of his blood. Uh, and the two of them then leave to begin a new life together, possibly. Maybe. Maybe, at the end of the session. And finally, uh, Moses meets with Gideon. Uh, he's given the job of silencing two people who witnessed the Sabbath attack by the constable. Um, and as they drive to intercept um, them leaving the city, they arrive at the scene just as the witnesses are meeting with their family. Which includes kids and a baby Which and a grandma. A baby and a grandma. <laughs> and two kids. And some children. <laughs> like, that's a full house. <laughs> How can you live? And I can't wait to see all those sisters. <laughs> it's like stained bingo. <laughs> stained of fun. <laughs> it's like, I just need an old lady and. Yeah! <laughs> bingo! They stain of fun. Humanity crush. <laughs> Worth it. So. That is where we left off. I was on Mask of a Thousand Faces, the only thing I remember. Yeah. Having activated. So. We're not going to begin with you. Okay. Oh, you were right. Told you. She's going to let me suffer for a little yeah. while yeah. longer. Oh, I was going to say, if there was another reason for that, I was going to switch no. straight back. But no, I'm going to let you suffer for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. This is your early kind of conscience. Waving the finger. So, instead. <laughs> 
in a crossed hands that is now slightly more packed than you remember it being, um, <laughs> Jim, you have spent a lot of time brooding, is probably the best word. Um, I mean, you are screwed up significantly to the degree where moving about anybody, anywhere is going to be with its own risk. But given that most of the coterie is currently busy with their own things, is there anything you intend on doing? Well, knowing that I'm still, still massive last great breach the moment I got that all good tusk. Um, I'm just on the roof, watching out the moon, just keeping a keep an eye out, keep myself occupied with that for as long okay. as I can. Your phone buzzes. And whether it was due to the scuffle that you had to trying to get Mr. Morotsky off or your conversations that you had with the other members of the Coterie, uh, it's something that you've only just noticed now that you have about three missed calls. Um, they are all from a particular detective sergeant. <laughs> yeah. The idea of having a phone on you, mate, is that you fucking pick it up. Sorry. What do you need? Well... I seem to recall that we were going to have a little bit of a discussion yeah. about a favour that was owed. Oh, yeah. So, I got someone I need you to go and speak to. Yeah. Whereabouts are you now? I'm near where we met. We've met a few times. Which time are you used Last to? time. Right. Where are you staying? Near, near. Well, near where we near where we met. Well, yeah, you said that, but where are you staying? Cross hands. Right, I'll be there now. Give me twenty, and I'll be down. And he hangs up. <laughs> oh shit! Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, you've left with Amelia. Have you? Where are you presently? Well, I think I think the last I'm aware of is that Danielle was going to get her sorted out and then she was going to come down. I think yeah. I'd gone okay. down to wait for her. Yeah. So they've been up there for quite a while. Yeah, that's fine. Um, there is no... There's no urgency to them coming down. But I mean, it's kind of understandable, so there's no particular part of you that's expecting... Uh, <laughs> you're not expecting her to just come down as quickly as possible. I mean, there's a measure of reluctance from both of them. Yeah. Um, I will just take the time to um, try and again regather myself because I see my head is still hurting. Yeah, still hurting. Um, it's less than it was before. Um, it's now gone from migraine level of incessant pain to down to headache which spikes whenever there's a loud noise going off. Okay. So the moment that a car goes whizzing by or there's a loud, you know, one mm. of those people that decide that going down a very short stretch of road is a good time to go at like 60 miles per hour and gun yeah. past you. Those kind of assholes. Um, sorry, I sound like I'm speaking from experience. Um, yeah, so, yeah, those kind of uh, uh, individuals that go past you quite quickly, that, they kind of spike this pain in your head and there's a few moments every now and again where you just kind of have to close your eyes and just Sure. Will yourself to settle. Mm -hmm. And then the next noise which gathers your attention is the sudden pulling of the door. And you look around almost expecting to see some hor uh, horrific individual stepping into your car, because let's face it, that seems to be your yeah uh, the commonplace thing for this car. But hey. instead it is 
been in that car? Case in point. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, it's Amelia which climbs into the car. Um, and she closes the door. Danielle's not with her. Important question. Is Fagin with her? Yes. Excellent. Fagin is <laughs> poking his little head out of her bag, just kind of... Okay. Then dips his head back into the bag. How does she seem? Uh, do a... Intelligence plus insight. One success and one skull. Um, she's... She's... Surprisingly okay. Okay. I mean, this is probably about the calmest that you've seen her since okay. gathering her from Edmund that first time. Um, she's far from fine, mm. but she's more composed. Um, she has clearly been crying, and there are blood streaks um, on her face that, as she's looking in the rearview mirror, she notices and wipes off. Oh, cool. Um, but she is more composed now than she has been before. She doesn't say anything, she doesn't look at you, but she is more resigned, mm. as though she's accepted what's coming. Mm. Um, okay. Which, to be honest, given the circumstances, is probably the best you can hope for at this early point. But she is still drawn to every loud noise that goes on. Every time someone walks past her door, she watches them, or she jumps. Um, Fagin seems quite settled around mm. her, but every time she jumps, um, burrows back into the bag. Um, but otherwise she doesn't say anything. She does put her seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> I made the right choice in ghouling you. Yeah. <laughs> so I will take a moment. The bed and breakfasts or hotels you've stayed in lately, which... Which would you not mind staying in tonight? I don't really mind. Um, if it's for one night, I can do wherever you want me to. Um, Danny has asked me to ask you <coughs> not to tell her where I am. If she say why? I think it's just easier for her not to know. All right. So I'm gonna start heading to a B&B &B or a hotel. Okay. Um, Any particular kind, or just one that's closest? Just one that's nearby. Okay. I'm not particularly fast. There is a there is a B&B &B not too far away. It's about 10, 10 minutes drive. Uh, it doesn't look amazing, but it's cheap. Um, and it's off the main street, so it's a bit more difficult to find than if you're just racing around. Actually, I'm just thinking about this. I might um, I might actually go to a hotel rather than a B&B. Okay. Um, what it is is that Benjamin's not going to stay in the <coughs> crossed hands tonight because there are ghosts that break your ribs in the crossed hands. And he can't go to his flat because Edmund knows where his flat is. So he needs to stay in a hotel tonight. Okay. Um, and I figure he can book two nights and therefore still be in there in the day is what I'm thinking about. Sure. So, 
bypassing this BNB. <laughs> <laughs> you can stuff that BNB. <laughs> Premier in. <laughs> I don't mean that. Um, <laughs> 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 sorry, we're sorry. I regret this decision. Viewers drop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, going past there, you make your way towards a hotel. Um, it's quite, uh, by comparison to the uh, one you've just come from, it's comfortable looking. It's not expensive. It's not one that you'd go to if you're looking mm. for luxury, but it is comfortable. Um, and when you go up and uh, take a room for um it's a double bed that's the cheapest one they got yeah, but fine. the money's put down um and then she immediately takes the key and starts leading the way up towards the room yeah um once up there um the door's unlocked and she steps through and the moment that she goes in she puts down the bag fagan immediately gets out and begins <coughs> vanishing around the, the yeah. room um and she's very quick to shut the door behind you to ensure that he doesn't get out yeah but she starts immediately setting about trying to get the windows covered um, and everything else sorted. So she's immediately gone into okay. light-proofing the room, as it were. Oh, that is very good. Uh, I'll s if, if Fagan is near me, I will fuss Fagan, but otherwise I'll let Fagan do his thing. Uh, Fagan goes near <coughs> everybody when they come near him, um, just to ensure that he gets attention. If he doesn't, um, he incessantly bumps into you until you give him attention. I'll say to her, um, we need to think about how this is all going to work. What, before you worked for Edmund, what did you do, or what do you, did you want to do? Well, I, I, I was in a, I did bits and pieces, but I was working as an accountant. Um, did you like that work? I mean, it was, it was I, I tend to be quite good with numbers. So, I mean, it was an easy way of paying bills, but it's not exactly exciting. I know that things have been difficult and I think it's going to be difficult for a while, but this is a chance to do something new. If you, if you have something you want to try or to do, this is, well, perhaps this could be a way to make something good out of this. What's my understanding is um, a ghoul that my long-term connection with you is dependent on my being useful. So I suppose the better question is what can I do that would make Residency in London easier. I um, I I appreciate that, but I, I I didn't do this to I didn't do this to make you 
I did this because I didn't want you to die. I didn't do this because I wanted to make you a tool. Well, as kind as that is, it's not only your opinion that matters. You belong to a community now where people like me are tools. And I'm not okay with that, but I don't want to die. And if that is the way it has to be, then I would rather not I'm just one person. I can't fight something that's been around this long. I wouldn't even try. I'm not suggesting we fight. I'm just saying that... that I would like you to have some kind of life. Otherwise, why do this? So... I can look for my... own... I just need to know what I can do to make this easier for you. Let me worry about the rest, just... Well, in this moment, what you're doing is helpful. I'll sleep <coughs> in the bathroom. And I wouldn't sleep in the bathroom. What? They, well, I suppose we can... I can go down and let them know that we don't need any changes of yes. towels or... Um, yes. I don't want anyone else coming in here. To I'll make sure they don't. And... I... I know a little bit about money, but not a lot. And... With... Well... I used to make my living by selling paintings to Edmund. I don't know how viable that is as a future. So, alternate ways of making money. Maybe I have some funds, maybe starting some kind of business. I'd just rather it be something you want to run, not something you run for my sake. Well, we can discuss that, I suppose. But for now, um, I should go to the desk and... Hmm. Is there anything else I should tell them? Or just not to come in? I, I think that's all. And, and also, we need to find a place. A place where you can live. I can put the money down, but... But viewings and all of that will be easier for you than me. The sooner the better, I think. I can do that. Can you hold Fagin, please? He'll run out. Yeah, I'll pick up Fagin. <laughs> um, and she goes and opens the door and steps out. Leaving you alone with the disgruntled Fagin, who immediately drops out of your hands and runs over to the door uh, from where she's gone.
Meanwhile. See that? <clears throat> Grab the bag with the laptop. Put the gun in it. So nice. Just follow my lead. Let's try to get them away from the family and just start walking to the towards the caravan because I thought I thought you mentioned last time that some like the family was there and some of them were inside like what it looked to be like a camper caravan. Yeah, they're they all lingering around the caravan. It looks like they're getting in a state of getting ready to leave. Um, the one of the individuals that you know of, Gideon. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Tennant mm-hmm. is the one that is going between the camp, uh, the caravan and the service station, mm-hmm. um, looking like he's going to buy supplies of some sort, uh, given the amount of money that he's had. It's all cash that he's divvying out and then counting and then putting into his pocket, and he's looking around as he's moving off, headed back towards... So can I get a... Com- who? Where are you? You got out of the car? Yeah, me. Yeah. I didn't. So okay. I'll, I'll, I will follow him. Okay. Told me to, to so can I get him. a composure plus... Are you trying to stay out of sight or are you just trying to look natural? I have massive thousand faces. I have an unlit cigarette in my mouth and I'm on my way to talk to Caris or Andrew. Okay, so you're not making uh, any attempt to hide who you are. Mass of a thousand faces. No, I know that. That's not what I asked. Oh. Yeah, well, I, I have my cab. I look around, is there security cameras around? There is. Is it in front of me, sideways? Uh, it's nose on towards the service station. The car, uh, the motor is running. And the engine <coughs> is running. And is the caravan in this in the line of the the car the camera yeah and we're coming from in front or from behind or from at an angle at an angle I will sort of keep at an angle okay yes yes pat myself down if he if he makes any like if he sees me and makes any gestures regarding okay. the other one because I, I I'm not aware so I look like a guy who lost his lighter. Okay. Composure plus performance. From you both. Okay. Yes. That's very bad roll, isn't it? Well power. Well power. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna well power that. Make sure you cross it off with superficial damage. Yeah. So three, three and two? Three. Okay. Um So Andrew begins moving off away from the caravan. He does a quick look around, but he skims over you. Um, when he does notice you, you're just getting out of your car. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gideon hasn't yet stepped out, so he pays you no mind and he heads off towards the rest of them. Um, the door that is still open in the caravan, um, the woman that you, the red-haired woman that you notice is um, Karis, leaves mm-hmm. out, has a look around, she notices you and she pulls the door shut. You don't know whether or not that's in reaction to seeing you, or if she's just pulling it shut anyway. But it's very clear from her... Um, 
the way that she's moving that she is skittish. Um, you can hear the voices of the kids inside. You can hear the voice of um, the old lady that is with them, the family member. Um, you have no information on who the rest of the family are. There wasn't enough time to get that information mm. together. Um, but the only one that you've seen move off is Andrew. Okay. So there are cameras on. Mm -hmm. The door is locked uh, with everybody inside the caravan. Mm -hmm. Andrew's moved off on his own with the intention of buying more things. So if you are planning on doing something, I recommend discussing it before you do. Yeah, actually we have a little bit of time. Yeah. I actually approach the, if that's the only car or people around. No, there's other cars. There's other cars? It's a service station, so people are commuting all the time. Anyone who's around, like the closest, on my way to the caravan, asking for a lighter. Okay. There are some people moving back and forth from the moment that you approach, they stop. Um, the one that you do approach is already halfway through lighting um, a cigarette, so they oh, just brilliant. lower it and then just hold it out, cool. light it for you, and then when it's lit, they just put it back and then continue moving back over to their car to put their, uh, their bags in. And then I start like pacing with him as a couple of friends that just stopped here mm -hmm. while I'm having a cigarette before we go in. Okay, um, what are we gonna do? Um, the moment he comes out, they drive out. I don't wanna turn this into a chase. If he doesn't come out, she'll probably drive out, drive off. But if we get him, well, that, no, that's a bad idea. We're gonna end up with one dead body thinking that he was heroic by sacrificing himself to save his family. Um, we need to get her out of the car so we can talk to them both. I agree. Do you wanna talk to her and convince her or would you like me to talk to her and convince her? The other one is to keep an eye on the other one. Like, um, Andrew. You talk to her. I talk to her. Great. Great. He's gonna go swimmingly, and I start, like, on my way to the caravan. Just remember to keep an eye on Andrew. And if you see them driving away, jump in your car and follow them. I'll take care of Andrew. Okay. And I start walking... Like, I, I am just avoiding the the cameras, and I, and I walk, again, at an angle, preferably from below the camera or whatever. In order to approach the door, you will walk in camera shot. They've driven up. Mm -hmm. From what you're surveying and your knowledge of surveillance, he's driven up with the intention of putting himself in the camera shot. Okay. So These are two people that are immensely paranoid, with good reason which is why their immediate response was to flee the city, didn't wait for their family in the city, told them to meet them. And the moment they've got their family, you can clearly tell they've come in, met them, and they're intending on driving off. You know, I, these aren't I, people that you're just approaching and trying to get before <coughs> they yeah. notice something's wrong. They're already um, on high alert. Would I be able to how high is the camera? Any cables around the camera? No, not you can see. And it's above the main doors. So, uh, 
Two and a half meters up. Yeah. Do I have to walk in camera shot face first, sideways? Uh, it will catch your face unless you went under the camera and walked up to the door. But then answering the door, you'd be profile on. Mm -hmm. I let him know. Like cameras everywhere, they'll see I'm a Nosferatu from a hundred miles away. Can you get it on? Get just get it to step out of the car. Okay. And I just start putting a lookout on Andrew. So are you going in, or are you just waiting for him to come out? Waiting because if if he comes out from another angle, if he's that paranoid and comes from the back door or whatever, I'm gonna miss him if I go in. Okay. Okay, um, I am going to approach. Um, okay. Approach the, the door that she closed. Was there like one of the front seats, I'm guessing? Uh, she's not in the front seat. It's okay. You've got the, the front um, part of the caravan, which no one's visible in. The curtains have been drawn. Um, but you can hear them in the back. So where the side door opens leads into the actual caravan proper. And that's where you saw them go in. Okay. Do you guys need a moment to think? I'm feeling I'm, merciful. No, no, I'm, I'm waiting. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I, I, I just... Mercy. Andrew yeah. comes. Gone now. Either Andrew comes and I have a, a quick chat with him to get him to take Karis out of the car. Or he gets Karis, Karis out of the car and we have a chat. Rushing it would make it even more suspicious than it already is. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna approach the door to the camper van and just knock on it. There is movement from within, but no one answers. Okay. I say, um, I'm sorry to bother you. Do you think you could help us for a second? Our car is um, not starting. I was wondering if you could help us give it a jump start. Do manipulation plus persuasion. Oh, no. Manipulation plus subterfuge. not a messy critic. I was so scared. <laughs> there is a long pause and there's muttering from within that you can't quite pick out. Um, the, there is also the mumbling of kids um, and then finally there's a shape on the other side of the small window and then very slowly the door opens and you see the red-headed uh, Karis. Um, she has a young boy that's kind of wrapped around her mm -hmm. leg and just looking out and she tries to shoo him away, but he's not going anywhere. Does she look scared? Yes. Okay. Um, and she immediately looks at you and then looks at something behind the door and then looks back at you. Okay. 
Um, I'm very sorry to bother you. Mm -hmm. Sort of like recognize that she looks scared and I'm just like, are you okay? Yes. Um, I, I can't give you a hand, unfortunately. I've got I've got the kids to look after, but um, my husband can help you when he comes when he comes back. Okay. I. I'm sorry. And then she shuts the door. Okay. You hear it lock. But looking through the window, she grabs something off the back of the door and immediately looks it, and then glances out through the curtain to look at you, and then puts it back. Okay, um, I mean, I, I would, you know, I don't want to do anything too risky, Spike. so I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to, um, I'll go back to Moses. Why do you tell her? I told her we needed help jump-starting our car, but... Well, that drew her out, she said something. And went back in. Yes. So probably they don't have like jumper cables or whatever, right? She said that um, Andrew would come and help us when he got back to the camper van, but. Getting the car open the hood <laughs> and just stay there. I'll take Andrew to, okay. to us. And I'm just smoking around until Andrew comes my way. Okay. I'll jump straight back to you guys in a moment. Uh, at least we're in the car, so if they start running, you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> you click the phone off. Him having hung up on you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go find the bolt cutters that we, uh, that we had after going into the Warrens uh, first, and also grab, grab, grab the bag of uh, medical supplies that I got. That picked up earlier in the camp, uh, earlier in the, early in the uh, in the story, but I think back in book one, I think. Um, yeah. You're going to do something ill-advised now, aren't you? I can do something very, very ill-advised, but. Um, How yeah. much health do you have left? Not much. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I got all three of them face me. This is brilliant. Okay, so yeah. Um, well. I guess I was supposed to do. I'll put the tusk in between the cutters. Where are you doing this? Uh, I'll do this uh, in my room. Okay. And try and get as much of that tusk as possible without fucking up my face. Well, just try and reduce it to uh, about there. It's worth noting that if you do remove the tusk, you still have a hole in the side of your face. Yep. Okay. The big tux, the Strength tux. plus brawl. I believe you are impaired. Uh, no, I'm not impaired. No? Okay. You will be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. Just saying. I got two. Well, we'll buy that. Because that should be enough. Okay. Uh oh, unless I should move power that. 
stamina plus medicine. That's two. Oh god, it's what I think it is. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's worth it. Damn it. You take I'm the one point of superficial yeah, yeah, yeah. damage for yeah. posterity. We'll um, use it more. As the tusk that was pushing its way back through the skin is now severed at the root, there is still a gaping hole in your face with quite clear. Uh, bone or ivory or whatever the hell it is jutting just below the circle of the flesh yeah but you don't have a jutting tusk at the moment however given how long it grew it took before it grew back last time yeah that was when that when i was specifically healed as well even so yeah this is um as a clan weakness it's very difficult for you to get rid of it oh, yeah. until it's ready to go yeah so that's why I've got the medical supplies, and then I'm, I'm going to use just the heavily bandaged sort of that. Okay. So, yes, yeah, just the heavily bandaged that's on the side of my face. And okay. Everything. Okay. So, Imhotep, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're yeah, just um, just uh, pat, patting uh, patting over there and. Making sure, it's, making sure that's all, that's all secure. Alright. Uh, so, you're gonna go and wait downstairs for him, or? Uh, I'll. You're gonna stay in your room? I'm. I'm gonna kinda go. Not not gonna be waiting downstairs, but we'll be sort of waiting um, on the stairs. So, not looking into, into the lobby, but close by. Just hearing out phone. Okay. Damn you, chat. <laughs> Love you, chat. No, I think you should prepare your Fs for later, because I don't know if Jim's gonna... Face bombs. Pocky yeah. gate yeah. bombs. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty. Oh, is, they're, they're all over it? That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some Fs for the family that we're about to destroy, but... <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you? He's making quite a detailed note there. He is. Uh oh. Yeah, that is not an instant smile. He's trying to. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> you wait on the stairs, um, and every movement outside the door draws your attention uh, until finally there are lights that flare past the windows and then they dim and then you hear a very loudly on the door i'm gonna move sort of just to just say a little look so i can see how the doors just make sure it's him yeah it's him 
He, he's alone. From what you can tell. I'm gonna uh, move move forward. So the hood having been pulled up. Okay. Um, just to just towards the door. Okay. Open it. I look around, see, try and see if he's definitely alone. Yeah, he's alone. Um, and as you glance out, is there anything else you're doing before you go? I will be. Uh, I'll be blush on life. Because I need to do that. But <laughs> I'm good too. Is there anything else you need to remember before you open this door? so much the damage the fact that you because if you heal the damage the tusk comes yeah. back more the fact that you are a walking masquerade breach yeah and you've I've, only covered your face right, what, what, what I've dressed in is normal is normal uh, jeans long, 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 long sleeve to try to cover as much okay. physical um, okay yeah okay you opening the door open the door slowly okay okay First thing that you become aware of as you uh, blush for life uh, is that the pain of your body becomes so much worse. Um, and also, the moment you open the door, you catch a whiff of extreme alcohol. And as he walks in and moves past, he grabs the door and slams it. Start leading myself, gesturing and leading him up. What the fuck happened to you? Shit happens, doesn't it? No, that shit don't just happen. Yeah. You're a fucking state. I'm aware. I'm aware. Let's go upstairs. He follows you up the stairs. Staggering. Uh, he is extremely heavily toxicated. Um, where are you taking him? Uh, I'm taking him to uh, to my room, which I've cleared. Not cleared all the uh, mess away from. It's a pretty barren room. So he sits down. What, f what the fuck did you do? Ah, uh, more was done to me. No, that's not a fucking answer. What the fuck happened? Fight. You do realise you're talking to... I know. So fucking answer me, what what happened? Given what I'm, I'm, I'm here for, if this is some shit that's gonna draw attention... No, no, no. It better fucking not. It won't. Who else is here? We got a couple of tenants downstairs. No one else is in. Right. I got someone that I need you to 
send a message to? What sort of message? The permanent kind. Alright. If anyone asks about this and you talk to anyone, I'll fucking break your neck. Do you get it? Hello. Hello. So, who is this person sending send the message to? And, uh... So, His son, uh, Chris, and um, he got a um, guy that hit him. He um he got off. So the the fucker that let him off, despite the evidence, is the one I want you to talk to. So you want me to uh have a word in the permanent sense to the guy who let the I go who fucked up your son off. Yeah. Right. What details can you give me to uh, show him? Get him? Well, he's quite high. Well, he's not. He's quite high profile, so I, uh, my history with him is known. My history with you is not known. So this is where you're fucking doing it. You do uh -huh. that and we're square. Uh-huh. Fuck his name is Alan Burr. Uh-huh. Hand you a small envelope. This. This is picture. That's his work address. That's his home address. That's his schedule. And uh, that's uh, a copy of the key to his house. You can get rid of all that shit when you're done. No shit. How long, uh, how soon do you want me to do it? Don't care, just tell me when it's done. Alright. Obviously if you fucking leave it for fucking months. Oh yeah. Don't call me until it's done. He gets up, staggers to the door, stops shy of it, composes himself, grabs the door, opens it, and just staggers down the stairs.
Then you hear the front door. I sit down and start reading through the stuff. Meanwhile. What are you doing now? She has stepped out of the room. Fagin's strutting incessantly by the door. Is there anything you want to do while she's out of the room? Uh, not while she's out of the room. Um, I might have one uh, a brief word with her when she comes back. Obviously, despite my headache, I do not want Fagin to escape the um, into the hotel. Because obviously it's probably slightly dicey. We have a cat in the first place. So, um, yeah. I will make sure Fagin can't get to the door when, when she comes back. But uh, I'm not doing anything while she's out. Okay. In about ten minutes, she returns. Um, she comes with extra towels, mm. and she just moves and puts them in the bathroom. Um, she pads the bottom of the bath with them. I got some extra ones, so they don't need to come tomorrow. Thank you. Hey. She goes and picks up Fagin, who is figurating through her legs, um, and she just strokes him, and immediately is just. There is something else I want you to to help me with. I've been thinking about it. Um, I I haven't always done the right thing, and I wasn't good enough for him, but I, I want to be someone better, Amelia, I want you to help me be someone better. for who he was I I don't that time in the car when he found you uh, I'd come from somewhere and I'd come close to a line and and you reminded me that there was another way to do things, another way to be, that's all. I just, I don't want, I want to be better, that's all. I don't, I know what this society is. At least I'm learning. I don't want to be what they are. I want you to help me not be that. If you, if you think I'm going the wrong way, I want you to tell me.
And would that make you happy? I think so. I think it's not about happiness, it's essential. I have to do this. It's too easy to go the other way. Danny had told me a bit about ghouls and ghouling. To be honest, once the process is finished, I, I don't think I'd be a very reliable consultant on telling you criticisms. Well, then if, if you can, try. That's all I'm asking. Even if you don't like what I say. Yes, but if you ever feel in danger, then obviously don't put yourself in danger. If you feel threatened by me, then... Should I? No. No. I just... Sometimes... I don't know. I've done some things, Amelia, that I didn't think I was capable of doing. And... I don't know. How's the... headache? Danielle said you were sharing one. Mm. It's not as bad as it was. It's still there. I was going to offer to get you some ibuprofen, but it's kind of pointless. Yes. I didn't think I was supposed to have headaches anymore. I mean, she got them. Now and then. Did she tell you anything else about them. This is my first one. Only that they... are unpredictable. Um, they... connect you. She said that you can hear his voice, but she didn't know who he was. She could hear his voice. That's what she said. Mm. To be honest, she wouldn't want me to be around when that happened, so... 
but this was before. Do you know what we look like when we're hungry? Have you seen it before? Yes, uh, quite frequently. So, if, if ever you see me like that, I want you to protect yourself. I mean, hide or keep your distance at least. From what I understand, that wouldn't help. I mean, you're... I mean, she could hear my heartbeat in an entirely different area in a... I don't know, Amelia, I don't... I keep wanting to keep you safe, but it's... I mean, to find ways to make this safer for you. I'm afraid I don't have any more answers than you do. It's... Everything I know about this is learned from the conversation I had with her before I left. So, well, one night. <laughs> equally fucked. One night at a time, then. I'm going to go and finish um, covering the windows. Thank you. The drapes aren't exactly heavy, and I know you're sleeping in the bathroom, but hmm. just in case. Yes. The moment she puts Fagin down and he starts figurating, she tuts, picks him up, and just hands him to you. Okay. And she just goes off and starts trying to sort the windows up. Cool. I'm not planning to do anything else, particularly that night. I mean, I, we might, I might sort of chat idly about places to live or bits and bobs but nothing nothing critical okay so we're going to jump back to you guys <laughs> I start eyeing the car park like I said Gideon pretending to have the hood up, standing next to the car, just looking my way. Okay. Other people. There are people coming and going. Chat, someone having a coffee, someone. Like, Most people are coming back and forth. There are cars coming in, there are cars departing. Um, because this is one of the service stations between London and Dover, it's, uh, there are quite a few people coming back and forth. Um, also some of the people that are coming from Kent way um, via detoured routes or whatever reason for there's a, a fair bit of traffic coming back and forth not everybody's stopping here and a few people that are, are literally going in grabbing something and coming back out there's a few people which are pulling into the service station to sleep uh, mainly people that are doing long distance haulage um, so there are people in the area um, like some of them are like sleeping in their cars in there in lorries and similar okay with, so within sight? Yes. And international calls and things like that, like in a payphone or something? Not a payphone, no. It'd probably be a telephone uh, inside the service station. Okay, cool. So what's the plan, guys? I'm waiting for Andrew. Just waiting for Andrew? Yeah. Let's see where he's coming from. Okay. Are you doing anything? Uh, no, I am, I am by the car. What all um, specs do you have, by the way? 
All specs. I'm assuming you have all specs. You don't have all specs. Ooh. Ouch. Okay. I have other more useful things. <laughs> Not in this yeah. situation. We use sometimes. Hmm. So I'm just waiting to see if he comes from any angle at the car. Okay. Do a wits plus awareness roll, both of you. That is four successes. Four. Yes. That is two successes. Two successes. Two successes. So you are um, keeping an eye out yeah. for the caravan. You're noticing the shadows moving back and forth in front of um, the caravan windows just moving back, glancing out every now and again. Uh, but Moses, as you are looking and waiting for Andrew, you do glimpse him. But he's gone back and front in, uh, forth in front of the doors. He's got uh, a Nokia that he's looking at and then he's looking out expectantly and he's eyeing every single person that's within eyesight of the his door. He is not stepping out. When I finish my cigarette, I start walking inside. Okay. Straight towards him. Okay. The moment he sees you, he turns and he bolts. Start and running. as he runs, you see him click his phone. And then a few moments later, you notice the front, cur uh, the front curtains of the caravan shuffle. Uh, Sarah sits down, fiddles with the keys, and the lights come on from the caravan. Okay, does it... Look like they're leaving already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I run in his direction. Okay. Like I chase him. Okay, so. This is going to be <laughs> strength plus athletics. Mm hmm. Three successes. Okay. So. He is quite a heavy set guy. Um, so he is not making great speed, but you get the feeling that there is a level of terror that is currently gripping him that is giving him a measure of speed. And although you imagine to, you are managing to gain ground, he is being completely unsubtle in where he's going and he's shoving people out of the way, moving past them looking back over his shoulder only fleetingly so he's not losing track of his path mm. so even if you manage to keep the distance between you level he's still ahead of you you've not managed to cut him off Robert, shoplifter stop him stop that heavy guy, pay for your meal Okay. What do you want? Manipulation plus subterfuge? Charisma plus academics? <laughs> or whatever. that <laughs> fat guy. Like. Wow. Uh, charisma plus performance. Don't you also see that coming? Oh. Sorry? 
Nice one. Didn't, didn't I see that? You call the guy to see you when you... Oh, okay. Uh, that is three successes. Okay. What are you doing? So, I... I gave you your instructions. Yep, I, I, I am ready to get in the car and follow them if they try to leave. They are trying to leave. Like, like, like as soon as... She was like turning the engine on and stuff. Yeah, the, the lights have already come on. She's I'm turned the engine on. Getting in the car. Okay, so you rush back into the car, sit in, yeah. close the door, um, and the caravan begins whirling around. It doesn't go around the road, it goes up and over the grass area to get back onto the main stretch of road. Okay. Um, and it starts gunning off down the A. Um, <laughs> so, you're taking off after them? Yeah. At speed, or are you just going to try and tail them? Um. I mean, I'm trying to tell them if, if um, obviously if they're going faster, then I need to keep up with them. Okay, but. Dex plus drive. Ooh, should have put some points in drive. I'm gonna rouse. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you nah. do this first. Rouse. Yeah, do that and then you rouse. No, 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 rouse oh, check yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. That first rouse check later. And I've got a willpower. Yeah. There we go. Just, uh, just give that a mark off. Yes, three successes. Three successes. Okay. Now you do your. Now I do my brows. And you go, you go hungry. I go hungry. Okay. So, you accelerate up and over um, the grass area and begin pulling off after the caravan the caravan itself is not very quick no. um, but she is driving with abandon mm -hmm. um, and you it's only by trailing in her slipstream that you manage to keep pace with her mm -hmm. and then your car by virtue of it being quicker you're slowly gaining ground but it's not an immediate catch-up you are slowly making ground uh, and the closer your car gets the more erratic she starts becoming okay. um, and twice she almost clips an oncoming car um, as she's trying to make her way onto the opposite road with traffic coming at her. She will get there next round unless you catch up. Moses, I need another roll from you. Um, Same roll. The charisma plus Yeah, I know. I've still got that in mind. Oh, so the, the strength plus yeah. phalanx. Okay, cool. Um, three successes. It's a total failure. So, as he goes bolting around the side of the corner, he slams into someone who's popped their head out of the shop as you're calling. And the moment that he tries to shove them away, they grab him by the arm and spin him. And he goes with such speed over the neighboring wet floor sign that he skips over it, lands on his face, and the side of his nose just cracks as he smacks solidly on the ground. He tries to pick himself up by scurrying, but the guy behind him leaps on him and pins him down to the ground. And in his franticness, he turns, wallops the guy holding on to him. But this show of violence is enough to make other shop um, people in the stores just drop what they're doing, and they run over, and between four guys, they're wrestling him to the ground. It's like watching a caged animal, how frantically he's fighting. And every glance he gives at you is terrified. I don't know, like a normal random stranger passerby is never the same face. How does he recognize my massive thousand faces beyond me? Um, I go, um, <coughs> I start calling for the, for the guy, for the security. Security, security, this man. 
Okay. Until someone from security arrives. Yep. So it doesn't take While too long. While I walk and catch the phone. Okay, he's still got it in hand. Hmm? He's still got it in hand. He didn't drop it. Oh, okay. I help, I'll help restrain him while I just squeeze his hand until he... Let's see if I can wrestle it out of him. Yeah, strength plus brawl. Isn't that gonna go well? It's gonna be a critical win five successes! Nice! It's just a gentle potent squeeze. No breaking of bones. Like Crunch. It's just, it's just, okay. As he is frantically trying to pull away from you, the. I just. Open it. As he's thrashing against your hands, you manage to peel open his fingers with just enough force that you can hear the click of cartilage but without breaking them okay. and he drops the phone and the moment that you drop it you grab it and pull it away um, while I call security and I see if there's a call in it there's not a call no no there's... like ongoing hmm? or is it this is hung up or is, is there an ongoing because I it's no it's not it's not there's a single message from an unknown number um, and as you get the message that's already on screen what does it say um, it says with cigarette, his companion, and then there is a list underneath of words that you don't quite get. It's like childhood names. And then there's a second one saying, the guy coming towards you. No, okay. Um, they just call him for security. Okay. Uh, it takes a few moments for security to show up, but as they come around the corner, they... I just... Actually, I grab the, the phone, and I just call that number. Okay. Why are you doing it? Sorry? Why are you doing it? Security! Security! And I go into, like, the toilets or whatever. Everybody's going to see the caged animal. I'm going to walk in. Okay. And so. I just call. You can hear... Um, on the phone as it picks up you can hear the roar of an engine mm -hmm. you can hear extremely loud beeps coming close by the receiver um, long echoing beeps almost like someone's uh, that suddenly gets really loud and then gets quieter in the distance and then you just hear hello can I talk to your mom mom beep okay cool I need a roll from you. What roll do you need from you? Same roll. Same Next roll. Drive. Shit. <laughs> Actually, can Karis see me in like her wing mirror? Can I? Can I see her? Can she see me? Oh, is she looking at the yes. ring yes. rearview mirror? Is she? Is she looking in my direction in any? If you drove a little closer, you could be. So you can roll the same dice pool at a lower difficulty, because you're not trying to catch up, you're trying to put yourself yep. around so she can see you. Yeah. And assuming you don't completely botch that roll, then yes, you can. Okay, that is what I would like to do, please, Mr. DM. Let's do it. DM. Yeah, oh Fail. Yeah. It's it's ah. <laughs> Almost. You were oh, yeah. You were doing six close. Um, doing so, so well. Shit, I'm not going to get to you now. This is very bad. Welcome to my world. Yep. Two successes. 
Okay. So you managed to swerve around the side just as a car yeah. is rocketing past you. You pull back in and then come back around and you immediately see her eyes flash around as she's trying to trail you cool. whilst trying to pull over. I'm going to do an awful, awful thing. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to use Dread Gaze on her. Okay. Oh. <laughs> She's going to be uh, blind she, to her own Can she make a Composure plus Resolve roll? You don't even roll? I, I roll. It's a, oh. conte- it's a contestant. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it okay. sounded disgusting enough. I see you spending yeah, the power. I am going to okay, spend some cool. power there. <laughs> wow. I see two successes. Okay. What happens on a failed roll? Uh, on a failed roll, the mortal runs in fear. That's all it's. No, says. no, no. Mortals are in failure. Failure. Mortals are unable to act other than, ah, yes. other than in their own self-defense, backing off for a run. It's basically, he just gave her a panic attack while behind the wheel. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh. Because she failed. Oh, well, because he got more successes than her. I need to rouse for that. Thing. I do need to rouse for that. That is true. Welcome to home. Oh, no, you say oh. hunger too. Nice. We're gonna go to the break. (laughs) Thank you for listening to part one of this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show and if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us at Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook for latest updates. See you next week.